NPR porno voice. You know voice. why? It's because my other podcast, which is the Toxic Male podcast that I do. I do love their Toxic Male. You know, it's, we always come out, welcome to da 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 I sound like a WWE announcer. <laughs> and so I really don't want to alienate, you know, your listeners, That's or right. our listeners, That's rather, right. who That's are... Right. You know, maybe softer and want something a little more measured. Yeah, we don't need the toxic masculinity straight up front. It's straight in the front. Yeah. I don't want to hit them in the face first thing. That's I right. want to invite them in. Yeah. And our toxic masculinity. Invite them in, have them, give them a seat on the couch. That's right. It's a little different. Foot massage. Yeah. Give them a four loco. Before we pull out the strap. And then, exactly. That's right. And then I hit them in the face with, welcome to Semi-Woke Podcast. Please no, please no. That was too much for me. Really I, I don't like that heterosexual energy you conjure all of a sudden. Really, it really is. This is a semi-woke podcast. This is a podcast where uh, Sharia teaches me Pranav uh, one woke concept a week. She's she's trying to convert me. Not convert me. She's trying to she's trying to convert me to be gay. That is the whole I, thing. I think, yeah, yeah. At the point, well, okay. We I did do, discuss a Patreon segment where it's a react video of me watching gay porn. We're doing that. I mean, listen, we, uh, we, got, uh, but that's once we hit $15. No, I'm kidding. But $15, you mean like as Patreon, it has to be that's, a $15 that's we, tier. Once we've won, no, 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 once we've gotten a certain amount of money, then I will do that. Uh, that will be the payoff. I think we get the money by watch letting, like, oh that's how we get viewers. This is a savage chicken and egg scenario. Yes. You know, yes. which I I do not. If anything, marketing has taught me is that gay porn brings in the viewers. Really, I think I think a, a nice little bussy watch is gonna be what this a podcast needs to really, really. No, my goal is not necessarily make you gay, but my goal is to get you to get your ass eaten. <laughs> I've <laughs> had my ass eaten. Oh yeah, you too did your ass eaten. Yeah. I talk about this on stage. I talk about a lot of stuff on yeah. stage. Straight boys, straight boys are getting into it now. Straight I'm boys not like into getting it. their I ass I didn't like eaten. it at all. Oh you didn't like oh that's right you do have that joke. That's a great joke. Yeah. That's a great joke. I didn't like it at all. And the worst part about it is that she never asked to do it again. Yeah you probably okay. Didn't. Just stop. I'm sorry. I cleaned. I did a lot for that. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say. Fast, I fasted. The only ass I will never eat is a straight man's ass. Listen, ever, 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 I, ever. I fasted for that shit. And look, you know, what? You're not coming back for seconds? Okay. I'm thinking this is a lifestyle I'm in now. I think you should have consulted like a proper bottom before you. Know you... I consulted. I She insisted on doing this. Yes, but she as... Uh, says hat woman is she was she she was bi right she was bi yeah of course she was um <laughs> she, she is a cis bi woman would, would uh she doesn't know it was like her second date too damn she eat booty like groceries on the second date I, exactly it's because when, that was when you had the fat ass right i didn't it was never a fat ass he had a fat ass viewers okay old mango bay viewers know there was a moment it wasn't dummy thick no was, yes proud of was caked the fuck up them shits was jiggling and juicy i did have some big thighs Woo, big thighs got and big a thighs. fat ass you had everything you was literally a, you did a reverse bbl was, when you lost the weight good it was a hefty booty i still have a nice butt my, yeah, it's my, fine it's my perfectly fine Bay was admiring it this morning yes no she loves you but let's for the people who don't even like you yeah. you had a thick well, you know, she was really trying to get into some areas where I was just didn't understand. She was really obsessed with my thigh and my butt. You're right. Um, it was and at one point she was just like, I don't know if we should get into this. It's yeah. Gnarly. She was Let's like, I, I want you to fart. Oh, my. Not naked. Not naked. Not naked. Oh, OK. She was like, I kind of want to smell it. And I was like, this is horrid. <laughs> this is horrid. Okay, bless this girl wherever she is. She That's the next thing. What? That eating, tasting it is somehow worse than smelling it? Because you're not, hopefully you're not tasting it, right? Your ass. Yeah, how can you avoid tasting it? No, no, no. Because you you eat a freshly cleaned ass, and then the ass stays in the air. It's only as clean. <laughs> it's, it can really only be so clean. Let's be real about it. Okay. And what? What's the Again. point of tasting it? You don't want a little spice on there, huh? <laughs> Where's the flavor? Where's the flavor? Where's the fla you know? No, no, you don't want to taste it. You just want it to taste like skin. And then the point of tasting it is that the nerve endings around it make them laugh. Hey, you, you know, know where else there's nerve endings? In your tongue. All right? And I don't know. It's the skin. They're called taste buds. Yeah. And 
It's a horrid thing. I'm not a fan of eating ass. I'll do it. I'll do it. I will do it. I will do it. If there are any studs out there that are trying to, if you got a fat ass and you, you know what I mean? Like, I'll do it. But uh, it's not my favorite yeah, thing. D- DM us, guys. Dead ass. DM us. Someone have sex with me, please. Please, someone have sex with me. Okay? Thank you. Sam. No. <laughs> Sam, get the strap. <laughs> Sam was born with a strap. Oh, that's right. Unless you're wanting to peg Sam. Come on. Let's, uh, no. Which, you know, fair. Who doesn't I, want I to think peg Sam? That's another thing. We'll have that topic. I think, I think. Uh, Pegging Sam? No. I think men with penises should start using straps. Okay, we can get into it. We'll get it. it. That's a whole other topic, but I think that's the thing. Okay, should should we get started with a little prayer for today's episode? This is a semi-woke podcast. The first, this is the first and only straight and gay collaboration you've ever seen since since Ariana and Frankie Grande. Ariana and Frank Frankie Grande, Big Frankie. Yes. Okay. Can we? Can I gay bully you for a little bit? Okay. Start. Proud of to know who Frankie Grande was. Why the (laughs) fuck would I know who Frankie Grande is? Why should anybody know who Frankie fair Grande enough, is? Fair enough. Fair enough. Everything I know about I Frankie Grande. I know Ariana Grande because she's fucking hot. Okay. I mean, what? I can't I'm sorry. Say, uh, Sam, is, is Ariana Grande hot? There we go. I know. I always find that a little... I think she's beautiful, but I am a little concerned. Anytime someone says Ariana Grande is hot, I think they might like little girls. But Why? I think all straight men she's like a little super bit... super pretty. She's very pretty, but she's, you know, very little girlish. She's got a very, like small girl um thing she's an adult she's an adult woman right. so it's fine you know i haven't thought about her i just thought she was really pretty she's very pretty she's not like my celeb crush yeah okay good good good, good 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 i just anything i just i just yeah. find any guy my who's celeb like crush is sam actually because he's all thick he's all he, caked up that's right because he's, he's all caked, caked up, up with them little latkes that's right. down below <laughs> Got his uh, dead ass. He's he single. Ladies, please come get these cakes. Please yeah. get up in these. Sam got that challah. That's right. Okay. That challah. Got that challah caked up like some challah. Get up in that ass. Pull them <laughs> legs back. You know what I mean? Whatever straight girls do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Peg Sam with a dreidel. I don't it's needless. A dreidel? You know, I'm just trying to keep it Hebrew. They're oriented. pointy. Um, No. They're, they're, they're pointy. Like, you know, they're made out of clay. When it's nice and ready with dreidel, with Sam's dreidel, you will play. You will butt play. You will butt play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. What's the, what's the, let's do the prayer. Let's, uh, we got to start each episode with a prayer. That was a prayer of sorts. Sam, oh, do you want to say a prayer? I'm going to light the incense. Um, Nobody can hear Sam. Nobody can hear Sam. We're all about white <laughs> Did I do that right? Or are you mad now? Okay, good. Thank you. He's mad. He's mad. <laughs> he's mad. He's mad. He's calling. Sam, though. He's, he's, calling. He's, he's very stoic. <laughs> he's calling the Jewish coalition right now. <laughs> he's got the one speed. Okay. Uh, dear. Um, no, no, no. Okay. Um, dear. Who are we praying to today? Girl, this is your. Dear Korean Allah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Twice as angry. Got the K rage. Please don't K rage on us. <laughs> Korean Allah really hates the gays. Yeah, Korean Allah, do you think so? That's double. Doubly hates the gays. <laughs> Korean Allah, please protect us uh, from assaults, gay and straight. Uh, by that we mean online. Uh, and in real life. Yes, and in real life. Protect us from our enemies. Um, make our enemies suffer. This is a good prayer so far, right? Yeah. Would you want to add anything? Uh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, Korean Allah, please, please put uh, Yoda Chingu back together as a group and let them tour and come to New York and let me get tickets and see them. Uh, alhamdulillah. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, very specific prayer to just you and your interests. Nice. <laughs> Very selfish, yes. very narrow focus. <laughs> you know, have goals again. <laughs> very specific. Oh dear God, please let me get some pussy tonight. Yes, yes. Let me get my dick sucked, God. Yes. It's like very, very narrow. Interest. No, no, it's way more important to get a G friend coming back together is good for the world. Actually, okay, I'll accept that as yes. an answer. I yes, guess. um, I mean. I'm, I mean, That's how Arabs say, and Arabs want to differentiate themselves, I guess, from Jews. So instead of saying Amen, they're like, uh, no, it's Amin. Okay. Amin. I like it. Okay. Amin. Yeah, Amin. It's not Shalom, it's Salam. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, wait. I Sorry, never put guys. that together. Yeah. It's, it's I never salam. put that together. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You yeah. just did a lot of stuff. I feel like everything after Judaism, you know, Christianity, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's Judaism all Hebrew, like. it's all Hebrew fan fiction. Yes, it is. As far yeah. as I'm concerned. Jesus, yes. that was like Torah fan fiction. Yes. Sam, how do you feel about that? That like Christianity, New Testament, Quran, that's like, it's just fan fiction for the Torah. You like that? You right? like that? It's a good take. That nigga was not paying attention. He was over he here twerking. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was he talking about his ass his a little too he much. Was he was like, selfies. "Oh shit!" He was feeling himself. They right. It is clapping. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into today, today's topic. It's a spicy one. Spicy one. Colorism. Talking about colorism. Yes, yes, yes. Colorism. Why don't you start us off here? Because colorism in the black community is something I'm not, I can speak about it as an Indian man. Mm. Um, But I'm very curious about the textures, if you will. Oh, textures. The the various shades of colorism in the black American community. Shades of colorism is such a good name for a documentary. (laughs) You were on fucking fire i kind of am you really Thank are you. you were you've been real flappy at the jaw you've been I giving have. like flapping the gums yes quite a bit. you've been killing it really whatever you. your snatch You're game character is gonna be is she's gonna <laughs> what, fucking what serve is this is this is this is soft queer bullying right now again you don't know what snatch game is bitch snatch game do you not watch Drag Race? Have we not talked about Drag Race together? I watch Drag Race. Sam, have you ever watched Drag Race? Are every you time, every time right I feel now? assailed, I'm sorry. This every is time the, I say this, you, your eyes are like, I cannot believe I associate with this. Because this is the most mainstream gay you I can know get. It is. This is like like Republicans watch Drag Race. I know several straight that's men who watch pro- Drag Race. That's just how progressive I am. I refuse to watch Drag Race because it's cultural appropriation. It's cultural. You know, that's your thing. I'm not come, coming in there trying to be. Like, I love Drag Race too. And huh? even if you like aren't like seriously like a watcher, you should know what Snatch Game is, right? You know what Snatch Game is though. Even though you, what the fuck is going on right now? Wait for real. I'm just like every time I talk, I realize like, do you even know what I'm talking about half the time? Uh, no, <laughs> actually, I don't. But I love it. I love it, and I kind of pick it up through a process of cultural osmosis, where it just absorbs into my system, and I'm like, I'm a little bit gayer after every conversation we have. <laughs> Back on how many conversations I've had with you, where I'm just going off, and you're like, "Uh huh, sis. Uh huh. <laughs> Work party. Yes." And you're not even fucking <laughs> internalizing any of the things that I'm saying. That's so funny. Uh, we should fix that, though. Okay. Both of you. We'll do a drag race night. Jesus, you know what I'm it's, it's, it's like a gay intervention, is what she's threatening us. It right? really is. She's no, intervening on us because we're straight. No, it's an emergency. It's it is an emergency. It's not okay. You're right. Look, it's more the more of the problems that I don't really watch TV. That's true. You know, and so yes. my viewing and stuff is very narrow at this point, and because everything is now algorithmically based, it's only going to get more narrow. Mm, that's so sad. Wow. Yeah. Don't worry. I will kidnap you, strap you down, and make you watch sixteen seasons of Drag Race. Which sounds like it could be a TV show of its own, actually. <laughs> Forcing you to watch yeah. Drag Race. Yeah. Is Bravo a thing? That could be like like Clockwork Orange style, like Clockwork just like. Orange. Having my eyes pried open while I'm watching Drag Race. <laughs> yes, bitch, you'll love it. And finally, you'll be able to understand me when I speak. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like a sober Christian man I, I ended up getting into a random conversation with on the street. He cited as one of his inspirations for getting sober was RuPaul. Yes. And RuPaul being sober. Yes. And he was like, look at RuPaul. She became a multimillionaire after yep. becoming sober. He was like, that's what... She That's made her, about. like, have you ever seen, like, the early documentary footage of RuPaul, like, in, like, the, the like, crazy, like, the 80s and 90s? Well, I, 90s. I'm a 90s kid, and so you I remember knew, RuPaul I remember RuPaul from that. RuPaul yes. from that, and yes. being, like, very intense. And yes. for Dennis Rodman getting into drag and that's when gen- the quote gender bending and so on really started to happen that's what they were calling it back then that's what they were calling yeah. it back then yeah I think uh, I remember Dennis Rodman in the wedding dress yes I remember that yeah I remember that big thing yes. everybody was trying to be very pro- provocative in x y and z ways good so, yeah. yeah and you know what back then when straight men did drag they actually gave you a look Okay, fucking Harry Styles in the ugliest fucking dress from grandma's closet that you could ever so he's possibly just throwing find. on a dress. Just throwing right? on a dress, no beat, no fucking hair, no like, no wigs, no nothing, the no, like nothing. It's fucking sad. Uh, yeah, it, I don't understand it personally. Yeah. To me, that felt like a very token gesture. And everybody being like, oh my God, yes, oh, queen, queer icon, like, get the fuck out of here, whatever. So he's not a queer. He is not, he is not, to me, he is not a queer icon, okay? I have standards. Sorry, Gen Z. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry, Gen Z. Okay. My queer icons were Amanda Lepore. And I am like, fascinated by the concept of the heterosexual queer icon. Okay. So, like, there's some that I'm okay with. Like, of course, there's Lady Gaga. There's yeah. fucking... Um, you know, I'll give y'all Charlie XCX and 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 Ariana Grande and sure. like all those Celine Whitney. These there are some that are queer icons for a reason. Right, right. Um, I do think we need to move forward. From Isn't it a form of kind of mocking straight people though, in a weird way? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. It's a form of okay. sort of using straight. Because at the time, at like in the earlier days, yes, we needed Judy Garland to be a conduit mm-hmm. for like gay representation right. in a weird, weird way. But now we don't need that shit anymore. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like it's time to have more gay queer icons. Sorry. Okay. That's my. That's what ah, I'm saying. Okay. Now I'm understanding yeah, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough. Enough with the straight queer icons. Let's right. have gay queer icons. Right. There needs to be homosexual straight icons. Mm, you know what? I think that's you, bitch. I'm not. Oh gay. wait, no, sorry, I'm I'm lying. Oh wait, I'm, I'm not confused. Gay. You keep. Gay straight, No, there have been. Um, here uh, come your rainbow colored glasses kicking in again. That's right. um, I like to see the best in people. I, <laughs> I love that. I love that, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Sorry, I colorism. Closest, I think straight people, the closest thing that it's like Sarah Palin or something. Ew. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Liberace is a gay straight icon. God damn it. You yes. are right. Yes. Straight women everywhere were just old obsessed with this Jamaican guy. ladies love Dude, Liberace. They love, old ladies, period, love Liberace. Okay, yeah. The funniest fucking weirdest circumstance in my life ever was one time my mom and I were visiting my brother's place in like Philly or something. We were just sitting around... And we didn't have anything to do. We're like, let's watch, let's watch some TV. What did we put on? We put on uh, Sam. That's the food. Can you grab it? Um, oh my god, I'm sorry. We put on uh, Behind the Candelabra. Yes, the HBO uh, show yes. with Matt Damon yes. and uh, Michael Douglas about, about Liberace. Liberace yes. And it was so graphically gay. It was actually hilarious watching this show. I know, but this is another example of two straight men doing. Oh, fucking fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever. It was the most awkward. Awkward. To, we watched the whole thing, though. We didn't stop watching of it course. ever at any point. My mom, of course, loves Liberace. Yes. And she loves fabulous things, so you have to be into gays. And we're just sitting there. We're watching them talk about, you know, bottoms and tops and all kinds of gay, hyper-gay stuff. And we're just watching it. My mom is just laughing her ass off the whole time because she doesn't She doesn't any know anything familiar. about this. Yeah, she, wow. She, it's just very, like, hee oh. she like She, like, has a weird love for gay men. Of course. Where she just uncontrollably starts laughing with joy around Any them. bad bitch is, has a love of gay men yeah. in general or gay I, male I, culture. I, I guess so, yeah. Her best friend, uh, when she used to work at the bank, was Boaz. And uh, he was gay? With a name like Boaz, you know? I know a Boaz like, and he was straight. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you, should be a, you should be gay with a name like Boaz. With a name Boaz. Like, like Boaz. <laughs> Bo- Boaz. Yeah. Feather Boaz. Feather Boaz, yes. <laughs> That's, That's like a great drag name. Yes. Oh, so Sam, you have never been sexier than I know. you carrying a bag of pupusas. All caked up. All, all, la- caked all up with, up. The, with the fucking cake behind you. Pupusas and up. cake. That's what the fuck is up, bitch. Um, today's episode. Yes. It's about, about a little tangent. We're talking colorism. about colorism today. Yes. Uh, and I am curious about your experience now. Uh, what, what you know? My exposure to colorism in the black community has mm-hmm. been on like online video content. There was a main. There's a trend on um, TikTok where it was like when light skinned dudes do something. Ugh. Here's how black skinned men will play basketball, and he's playing basketball normally. And a light skinned guy, and he's like, they'll play that song "Sin City." Yeah. Okay. Sin. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's really funny, and then the light skinned guy is boxing. It's really homophobic. It's. It's Literally a perfect book. encapsulation yeah. of colorism in the black community. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, no, no. Oh, but, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. Okay, well, let me go into my personal experience with colorism because okay. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I consider myself dark-skinned, but I am not, like, uh, I am sort of, like, I'm brown-skinned. I'm right. brown-skinned, dark-skinned, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely not light skinned, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I had like an interesting upbringing where like my mama was kind of light skinned and my grandparents are light skinned and, and my cousins, a lot of my cousins are light skinned because like the kind of the theme in the family was like the light skinned women in the family married, uh, uh, married light skinned men and had babies with them that left those light skinned men and finally ended up with a dark skinned man. <laughs> 
like, yeah. That's kind of, except for my mom. Except for my mom. <laughs> my mom was the first one. She found a dark skinned man and had a baby with him. Okay. And, I mean, and so that, they want to just have the light skinned baby and then end up with the dark skinned man. That's my personal reading on the situation. That presents such an interesting dichotomy between what they actually want and what they believe is socially acceptable. Not just believe. They and yes, they believe and they they and they're kind of right. You know, like my cousin, my light skinned cousin who was the one of the worst people in the world. <laughs> My life's getting cousin Sharon. Fuck her. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck you, Sharon. Literally one of the worst people in the world. Um, she was kind of like held up as an icon of like beauty in the family. Mm. She always had the straight hair. Mm. She always was very light. And her husband was very light skinned. And like, you know what I mean? Her baby is light skinned as well. Um, and like that. And that was and it was sort of like. It was like an, uh, there a little hierarchy in the family a bit. Did they present in other white ways? Were they like no. really into mayonnaise or no, I don't know? not <laughs> like, at all. Caribbean in every other fucking way. The only other thing that they did that I feel was very white was that they hated Jews. Um, <laughs> Which is the peak, that is peak whiteness, right? I think so. I think that's black people's way of trying, to be, trying to be white. I honestly do. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, like the way we would talk about uh, people of color or like people who were darker skin was, you know, ah, she black, she black, you right. know what I mean? Not good. Um, but it wasn't like that much of a, you know, cause I, I never, I hated all the light skinned people in my life. Right. <laughs> Except for my mom. So, like, so your mom was light skinned. Light, light skinned, but the darker of the family. Okay. So like light, way lighter than I am, uh-huh. but still darker than the rest of the and family. And did she like, how did she project all of that onto you? All the colorism stuff. You know, what's funny? Like my mom, I don't think she, I think she did a pretty good job of combating my family's uh, colorism. Okay. I think she did a pretty good job. Like a lot of people have stories about their mamas, like really like, and my mama, you know, she wasn't easy to grow up with. Right. But as far as like my dark skin, she never gave me any shit for it. Oh. Um, maybe the hair stuff a little bit, okay. my texture, the texture of my hair. Right. But like, what kind of hair did she prefer? I mean, okay. So my hair is like, I'm 4C. You know what that means? The hair typing chart. I, I'm familiar with it. Right, it goes from like one A to four C. Four C is the 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 like thick thick kinky the tightest curls, curls, thick thick kinky hair, and that's my hair. Right, and I like got my first perm at six. So yeah, I I've been getting relaxers since I was six years old. Right. So yeah, like just for me perms, and then it would go up to no lie perms. You know what Uh I mean? Like really, 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 because my mother. She wasn't going to do all that. She wasn't going to braid it. Back in yeah. the day, you didn't let your child walk around with an afro. They would call CPS. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you were For a fashion crime? Like, really? That ass, they'd be like, this baby's not being taken care of. We can see that it's black. It's bad. <laughs> so, like, That's hilarious. Like, really? So, like, my mom always had to braid it, and it was a lot. Like, it was a lot. My mom was, like, a professional hair braider when she was coming up. Mm-hmm. But, like, she was finna do all that. You know what I mean? So, she permed my shit. And I think in, even though I don't think my mother really, but yes, yeah, see, she would be like, your shit is nappy. Like we're not coming in here that <laughs> we go to the hairdresser. I'm so sorry about this. And I still do that. I come into the hairdresser for my hair braided and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, it, this is how it is. I'm so, I apologize oh my for my nappiness. And it's like, it's just, you know, sense memory on it in you know, a way. This is so fascinating to me because any other time I've had a conversation about colorism, it's always been with another dude, but I think it's got to be way worse for a woman. Oh my God. Yes. Way worse. So the thing you were touching on. standards are just so boom. intense. Yes. That's a, that whole like, and that people always like those like light-skinned jokes, like light-skinned jokes, like Drake does it, everybody does it, um, TikTok. And I'm going to admit, a lot of you light-skinned niggas on TikTok are embarrassing, right? You look at your lips, <laughs> you stare at the screen. You niggas are embarrassing. But but I don't like the way we talk about that because we associate dark skin with masculinity. Mm-hmm. And masculinity is not like women aren't supposed to be masculine, right? right? And the standard of beauty is light skin, is right. white skin, is a prox- is proximity to whiteness. What do you think the approximation of the darkness to the masculinity is? And that's all, I mean, all right, let's get into it. Uh, the history of, like, the whole Mandingo thing. The history of the ideas uh, that we've created around blackness mm. were that black people 
are more animalistic. Right. They are more primal. Primal. Yeah. They're animalistic. They are yeah. they are more likely to fight. They're aggressive and da da da. That's why they need to be controlled. Yeah. That's why we perpetuate. That's why white people created this and we continue to perpetuate right, it. Right. Right. right? Except the people who, uh, who 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 traveled by boat to a continent and decided to enslave people. These people are fucking <laughs> savages, <laughs> huh? So Cut their heads off. So <laughs> It's so demented. It's just like yes, like the most sa- like really like if you're talking about savagery, like who has committed the most savagery? Yeah. You know, worldwide, uh, Sam, Sam in particular, Sam, period. Sam specifically. Um, <laughs> look at him grinning <laughs> over there. Look at him counting all his jewels. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so like we uh, so like that's the idea, and then so black people of course internalize that, yeah. and also. When there is some truth, okay, hold on, sorry, let's let's pause for a second. So, if there are any Negroes watching, you will know about the Willie Lynch papers, right? Right. I want all black people get every black person in the room right now. Call them right now. That's a lie. Willie Lynch papers are not real. That was an email chain that came around in the early nineties. Okay, what what is this? Oh, okay. So the Willie Lynch papers are these. Fake documents that went around hoteps again, making fake history. Oh, <laughs> like it was these email chains that that were like, we found historical records from slavery that proved that, um, like this is the idea of like the light skinned people were decide were were the house slaves, and the house slaves were uh, put up as higher than the dark skinned people who were the field slaves and there were no light skinned people in the field and there were no dark skinned people in the house and that's how we do it that's bullshit so that was never true that's not true the, all wow, those papers are not know, true even I I heard that fairly recently I was like oh interesting fact I had no idea house nigger field nigger so this yeah. is like this is like the protocol of the elders of Zion for black people for black people yes wow and, okay and but also what there is some truth to it and I love that it came through an email chain yes of course like, it you did think the protocols of the elders of Zion that was probably like the email chain Chains of, its, of time. its time yes you know what I mean? literally it was but at least you at least you had to like write shit down yeah, and yeah. pass it around to people's right. houses you know yeah, this yeah, just yeah. came out of the email <laughs> that none of that is true but there is some truth to that there's a reason why people have come up with that because there is some truth to light-skinned uh, uh slaves being treated slightly better or having more opportunities than mm-hmm. dark-skinned slaves but that's usually because the light-skinned slaves were the master's kids. Right. Were the products of rape from the master's kids. And they saw them as their children a little bit, Mm -hmm. enough to give them a slightly more comfortable life in slavery. (laughs) Slightly more comfortable. Slightly more comfortable in slavery. Here's a pillow. Yeah. Well, yes. Here's a pillow while we rape you. That's literally what it is. There so was gnarly. no, yes. And there were plenty of light-skinned slaves in the field. We're going to give you two juice boxes. Really? For lunch. For lunch at the concentration yeah. camp. That's basically gnarly. what it was. So, like, there, and, and I think black people have have seen that and, and, and tried to, like, I mean, I think black people in Latin America, I can't really speak to it, but I know a little bit about it. Mejorar la, la, la raza, you I know Spanish. what I mean? There we go, right? I there. Spanish. Uh, my Spanish teacher somewhere is going, Jesus Christ, this bitch, she still ain't never learned nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but mejorar la raza is like a whole thing in like uh, Dominicans uh-huh. and like Brazilian, black, Latin American, but that also exists here, right? right. You want to better the race, you got to find a light-skinned Usually woman, mm-hmm. right? A light-skinned woman is the standard of beauty, is right. closest to the standard of beauty. Right. Uh, when you think about what what are the... Think about black... Just you. Think about black um, uh, icons of beauty. Oh pop, pop culture icons of beauty. Who are you thinking of? Grace Jones. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. You just Terry fucked my Cruz. whole shit up. Yeah, thanks. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no, no. You just asked, no. so I answered. Really? Yeah. Halle Berry. Oh. Halle Berry. Lena Horn. Beyonce. Oh, right. Like these right, are the, right. the, the the fucking icons. I thought you were asking me to, to, to you were asking me specifically about dark skinned. Oh no no no. I'm just okay. saying, I look black. Black in general. Black in right. general. Yeah. yeah, okay. Who were gotcha. the most beautiful black women? 
Halle Berry. Okay, yes, 100%, because they're the most white presenting, Boom. right? They have the more Caucasian features, etc. They have proximity to whiteness. Even when you look at old movies, if you even like movies from like, I, I love, you know, I love me some old movies. And I and like old movies when there was like the black, uh, the black race movies, right? Mm. Where they made Bright Road mm-hmm. and they made like uh, Cabin in the Sky, right? Those, right. those are the first, the first examples of black cinema. In almost all of those movies, the beauty icon, the love interest, is an extremely light-skinned biracial woman. Right. And even now, that's what's happening, right? We had a quick moment in the 90s where they were like, quick moment in the 90s, a little bit of the 80s, where we had like some dark-skinned beauty icons. Chris Jones, love her. Um, But like, for the most part, black people prefer, especially their women, to be light skinned, light skinned, curly haired, somewhat approximate to whiteness, but still real caked up, like Ice Spice. Exactly. You yeah. still got, but like Ice Spice. People are talking about Ice Spice. Ice Spice. I love Ice Spice. Don't don't come for me. I don't come for me. Spice cabinets. I'm one of you. So is that her? Is that her fan base? The Spice cabinet. Spice cabinets. Love it. I love Ice Spice. She's everything. I love Ice Spice. Just like I love Lucas Arnold. Uh, I love you, Ice Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Lucas does look like Ice Spice. Lucas looks exactly like Ice Spice, and you've never seen them in the same room together. I have a theory. <laughs> anyway, I, like Ice Spice came out the gate. And everybody loved her. Every there was no, but think about Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. Megan the Stallion came out with mixtape after mixtape after uh, mixtape after mixtape for years, 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 coming out with full hits. Like people might argue over Ice Spice's uh, ability as a rapper. I don't necessarily agree with those so arguments. You're about to, you're about to get canceled. No, but I disagree. I think Ice Spice got bars, but not like the Spice Cabinet, which is filled with imitation vanilla. That's right. Cinnamon. Mayonnaise. No, mayonnaise is not a spice. No, it's not. You not should know spices. Not, not mayonnaise. Thank you. I'm just trying to think of all the whitest spices. The white spices. The white flavors. There are no white spices. They stole true. them. Nutmeg. <laughs> nutmeg is the big one. Is nutmeg a white spice? I mean, they, they put nutmeg in a lot of it. Yeah, like, but they stole that shit from where did nutmeg come from? Of course. They definitely stole the shit. There from are no white spices. <laughs> white spices <Fair>. potato. <laughs> Salt. 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 There Being you go. Salty. But, like, Ice Spice kind of came out the gate, and there are other factors that contribute to it, but I think a huge factor is Ice Spice is light-skinned. She acknowledges her light-skinned privilege. She does in her name, you would think, right? Ice? No, that's because her her real name is Isis. Oh. Did you not know that? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Please don't drag me for that right now. I can't. I can't. This is an old thing more than a straight thing. (laughs) I mean, no, it's just also how deep am I going to go in? on certain cultural things. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. It's like, I will listen to the music. I do listen to the music, yeah. but I'm not going into their bios, Fair you enough. know, especially because artists, recording artists now these days, they don't, they don't last that they long. They don't last that long. That's right. You you're know? absolutely right. I don't right. see Ice Spice lasting that long. You don't. I do. I do see Ice Spice because I think her marketing is on point. She is not problematic. She is very politically conscious and she's hot and she, I like, I but you see, I bars. just made an uninformed thing about her. That's all I said. You're yeah. very informed, so you would know better. Don't I, you? Yeah, I, I think Ice Spice in... is going to be around for, for a long time, Boom, but that's because I know more about how she, she moves. Definitely. Right? But I but I, I will agree with but like a it, lot of those it people. It is the light-skinned... Yes. Okay. Yes. The like, And then same with Mariah the Scientist. The fact that Mariah the Scientist has a career is all because of colorism, because everybody knows that bitch can't sing. I'm okay. sorry. We all know that bitch can't sing, right? Fair, okay. Fair. Good. Fair. <laughs> right? Like, but the, the but look how like Ice Spice has has surpassed Flo Millie. Flo Millie be coming out with hits from Jump, right? Mm-hmm. Look how Ice Spice has surpassed like Cash Doll, who you won't even acknowledge colorism. And look how much Megan had to fight to become the top bitch that she was. And the minute there was an opportunity to go against her, boom. They were. People did. They That's did. Fair. Immediately. It's very fair. Because very fair. we, as a culture, have been taught to hate blackness, right. and specifically to hate blackness when it presents in women. I always wonder about colorism, especially in the black context of black and black America, if it's whiteness is about proximity to power. Mm. Right, and that's what the I'm wondering if that's the psychic that's association. Exactly what it is, I think. Right, because yes. I always try and figure out well, what is colorism about in, in Indian culture? And I've really done a lot of digging and mm. and I've looked into it, and it's 
I feel like it has to be that because I look at I read like I've read like ancient scriptures and things like that where you know they cast spells. They're like, hey, here's a spell for if you want this color complexion of a child, right? But it's like here's a spell if you want a, a, a dark complexion okay. child. Okay. Here's a spell if you want to. This is in the Upanishads. I forget which one. Really, um, foundational texts of of like Hindu Hindu culture, Indian wow. culture. Okay. And because people used to say like, oh, there's a caste component to it. I'm like, I don't know if that's true mm. because I know so many dark skinned Brahmin people. Exactly. Like yeah. really dark skin. Yeah. Like dark as night, yeah. you know? And I try and think about that. Then I look, oh, Krishna, you hear about the Hare Krishna. He's a God. Krishna literally means the dark skinned one, mm. you know, he's, a, he's, he's black, he's dark. Krishna Draupadi, also, she was the icon. She was the famed beauty of one of our big epics. She's black. Yep. Krishna means Krishna means dark. Yeah. Anytime you hear the word Krishna, the name Krishna, it's a name denoting dark skin. Wow. So I'm like, okay, it's not necessarily a cat. It's it, like, where is it coming from? Did it come from the Mughal era? I don't know. They were lighter skinned. Is that when lighter skin became prized? I don't know. Was it from the British? And is this all about approximation of power? Because you look at white people, and I remember growing up, white people, their whole thing about beauty and handsomeness is he's tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> yes. Tall, dark, and handsome. Yes, hey, tall, dark, and handsome. Do you know who they're talking about? Italians. Oh, exactly. They're talking about other white people. Right. Is that right. crazy? Hundo. But, so I'm just trying to understand, you know, what is, is it about approximation? Because my mom, I'll get into my Indian colors and stuff yes, now. Yes, let's can, do this. Right? Yes. And my mom is very fair-skinned. Yeah. Really light-skinned. Um, but so for us, she would summertime, middle of the summer, go in the house. She stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. We're like, why? She's like, no, it's dark. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. But she doesn't want you to get dark. She didn't want us to get dark. That was the whole thing. Yeah, you know. She's yep. like, don't go outside, mom. Mom, we want to go to the, there's a heat wave. We're like, mom, we want to go to the pool. She's like, no, there's a heat wave. I'm like, what? What do you? Think? That's why we want to go to the. Why pool? We want to go to the pool. <laughs> But she was ter- they're terrified of having a dark complexion. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's dad, my girlfriend's Chinese. Yeah. Flower's dad, when she found out she was dating an Indian, he was like, okay, but how dark? Wow. But how dark? She's not like. She's not. She's like, yeah. she's like she's close like to my color. Yeah. She's like close to my skin yeah. tone. I, wild, you wow. know? It's global. It's, it's a global phenomenon. It is global. Right? Yeah. And I don't understand it at all. Did you ever talk to your mom about that? Never, because like, you... there was a point where I was like, "Mom, you're racist." And the word "colorist" wasn't a thing. Yeah, she's like, "I'm not racist," yeah. you know. Flo is my best friend. This is her, her black, friend. her black friend that yeah. she used to work with. You know, like da 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 blah, da 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 da. But that's when you were like a teenager. I'm a learning. teenager, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I was really in my SJW bag, yeah. you know, from uh, all the way into my late to mid thirties. Really, yeah. now I'm a total right wing psychopath. No, exactly. I'm kidding, of course. Yeah. Um, Where's the swastika? Total reaction. <laughs> hey, it's a Hindu swastika. That's right. You're right. You're right. It's an Indian swastika. Why is it, way different meaning. Why is it that way, though? Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> so with the red and the white. It's yeah. weird. Um, so I would always try and unpack it and try and understand it, and I couldn't. And she doesn't have an explanation for it. You never you never were like, so why did you tell us to come in the house? Why well, didn't I mean, you want but us to get darker? No, for her, it's like, no, it's, it's on the table. Light-skinned is more beautiful than dark-skinned. Oh, that's right? it. Yeah, okay. She would never say it explicitly, but oh, we know didn't. that's what it is. Are you sure that's what it is? Definitely. What really? else is it? She doesn't like dark skin. She doesn't want us to have dark skin. But do you think that the whole reason why she doesn't want, to, want you to have dark skin is because she'd be like, oh, look at these ugly children. Well, here's the thing. She looks at my nephew, mm-hmm. right? He has, he's very fair skin. Mm-hmm. She looks, she says, he's my little English boy. Yes. My little English boy. Yes. I'm like, that's disgusting. You know, but do you see why she would want like why they prize and praise lighter skin? It's because people? of the proximity to whiteness and the, the proximity, proximity to, to white. There you go, you know? and it means they can make a better way through the world. It'll be easier to Honda. move through the think, world with so lighter skin. It's not because she would think you were ugly if you were dark. I think she would think you were beautiful. No, my mom thinks dark. I'm handsome. You know, I'm her boy. Yeah, but course. you were light skinned as nigga. I'm so a like, little bit more light skinned, <laughs> yes, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. You're you're probably yes, right about yeah, that. Though. Yeah. You know? But I think it's because she wanted you to move through the world without being immediately identified as other. Always, always. Yeah. And, and Indians don't do this as much. But you know what? I will say I think my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, mm-hmm. and she, it's not a colorist thing, but she gave her her two, my two nephews like white names. And I think it was a similar reason. Very much. I think it was a similar reason. I yes. think that maybe she probably faced like, 
whatever, he got bullied, racially bullied or yes. something. I was like, I never want that to happen to my kids. Yeah. Can you give them these white ass names? Yes. And you got the Indian names in there too. But I think that's why East Asians probably do it. You know, with yes. the names, yes. right? John Kim, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. That's right? not his name. That's you know what I mean? Name, you yeah. Know? And uh, it's, it's a very interesting phenomenon to me. It's all about proximity, not just to whiteness, but to power, to safety, to security, yeah. right? That's what, that's what that actually means. That's right. That's right. That's the same reason why they abuse you so you get good grades. Well, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, look, Indians go really fucking OD about it, though. You I don't know. Have you ever heard don't of, beat, beat Well, have you heard of Fair and Lovely? Yes. Fair yes. and Lovely. It's a, it's a skin lightening cream. Yes which is marketed in India. And I think they're now starting to take L's because people are rightly being like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. But it's all about that's skin recent. lightening cream. Yeah, yeah. And it's been, Fair and Lovely's probably been around since like the 70s it's, is my exactly. guess, you know? But I mean, the, the, the backlash is recent. Yes, the backlash yeah. Is, yeah. is recent. What, yeah. do you guys use like skin lightening are creams you and stuff kidding? like that? You know Jamaicans love the cake, right? Okay, tell me. Okay, so Jamaicans kick up the skin, you know what I mean? Like them, because right. they want to be brown, right? That's what they call light skin okay, over here, brown. brown, right? And so they put all these horrible, harsh chemicals, these bleaching uh, creams and, and chemicals that looks like caked soap. Right. And they put it all over their skin yeah, and they yeah. do it for, they sit in baths of it and it's yeah. horrible and it strips the skin of the melanin and they don't, to me, they don't look good. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. They look you're like a fucking um, what's his name? Um, with uh, uh, the think about the the, the most one of the most famous dance hall stars. Come on, fuck, fuck. What him name? What him name? Oh, sh- yes, oh boom. Sam. Famous dance hall star Michael <laughs> Coming Jackson. Coming in being real problematic. Yes, we uh, star. Come on, not spice. You know who I'm talking about. It, although spice, spice has talked spice, about it. Okay, spice has talked about it. Um, vibes cartel. Vibes cartel. Thank Was you. that you? You're thinking yes. of? Yes. Wow. I just pulled that on my ass. Oh my god! Thank Love you. It. Yes, vibes cartel. You never see him. I've never actually looked at him. Vibes no. cartel. He has songs about the cakes. He, wow. he has songs about it. He like and he looked kind of crazy. He looked <laughs> look kind of crazy. He so like he skin lightens himself all the time. That's his whole thing. Whoa. Yes, yes. Hearing men do that is wild. Like oh, straight heterosexual huge. men, especially in Jamaica. VC Vibes Cartel. Oh, yeah. In Jamaica, all everybody got everybody does it. Really? Everybody does it. I think it's now there's a backlash. I think especially uh stars like Spice who have come out with songs like um uh, black people hypocrisy. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you know, coffee's coming out with songs about like uh-huh. we're getting more conscious dance hall. You people. know, it's interesting because that's like Black media artists in a media environment, which is black run, right? Jamaica. In America, I think about black icons. People are considered black sex symbols. They're not, they're not light skin necessarily. People love Idris Elba. Right. Who because else? white people and like dark. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what that's what I'm getting at. Is yes. that, and, but the other thing is that there was a, a point and I'm forgetting the name. Um, who are some of the old light skin people that were like icons and, and people were drooling over or whatever. Like, Rick Fox or whatever. He's oh, a basketball yes. player. Yes. But, you know, there was an yes. era. I'm trying to think. Shamar. Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore. Uh, duh, duh, uh, the one guy fucking Blair on Blair Underwood was his Blair name? Underwood's dark skinned it. He is, but he's very he's Caucasian. He's, his features and all that, and the way he presents. No, I'm thinking about the wrong. You're thinking person. about the wrong guy. Um, I know. You, so, like, there was Shamar Moore. There but were... I feel like they don't stay in the loop because it's it's a white owned media, and they're like, no, we want our black, black. to be black. Yes, we want yes. our black, black, and that's why we like them is for the blackness. Yes, not because you're. Yes. we already have white. We've got white covered, honey. Yes, except for when it comes to female stars, right? Because at the end of the day, okay. Here comes my, this is my father's side coming out of me because uh-huh. I do have conspiracy theories. Yeah, you are a five percenter. I have definitely you're, part you're five percenter. You're 50% five percenter. I definitely am. <laughs> yes, I definitely am. For sure I am. So like, I really do believe, okay, we're going to get into it. We should have some weed right now. But like, okay. White woman, white women and white femininity as being held up as the standard of mm-hmm. beauty is for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think about when white people get real racist. What's the first thing they go? They're like, they're gonna, you're gonna have black people come and rape your daughters. Oh, right, right. right. Roast and, battle, comedy roast battles for a while. 
the biggest thing that like a white woman would say to another white woman is like, and she loves black dick. That was a huge or his girl. His girlfriend got railed by black guys. Yes. Yes. That's because that is one of the great thing about uh, uh, Birth of a Nation. Have you seen Birth of a Nation? I am aware of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep it on my phone. That's right. At all times. Just know what you're fighting for. (laughs) (laughs) Birth of a Nation. The whole conceit of that is that black men come out and rape a white woman because they're they're in they're just like fucking they can't help they're themselves. crazy with yeah. lust over a white woman yeah. and that's what inspires the KKK to ride again right? right and so that is to me i think that reveals the deepest fears of white people and that's why or not necessarily the deep the deepest fears that are stoked by white supremacy mm-hmm. and white supremacy can only exist if white women are the standard of beauty. Right. So if we come in with people like, notice how Lupita, I'm sorry, Lupita is objectively the most beautiful woman in the world. She's super hot. She's so crazy beautiful, just features like absolutely stunning. Why is she not a top rom-com star? Oh, that's a great question. Why? I don't actually, I can only think of one movie that I know her from and that's the movie that she broke out in, which was 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Fucking Slave. Yeah. Right? I, then, I actually, Black maybe Panther. to my fault, Black Panther, okay, right. Black Sorry, Panther, yeah. but again, no rom-coms. Yeah. Zero rom-coms under her belt. Interesting. Zero. And she is objectively unbelievably beautiful but we'll get plenty of rom-coms with like fucking like all these biracial girls you know what i mean notice when insecure you know the story and i hate bringing up because lauren london is lovely and i love her and she she refused to do it but when when Issa ray was making insecure she wanted to be Issa, and they were like what if Issa was Lauren London, a light-skinned woman with curly hair and they kept pushing it and she had to fight to have a dark-skinned woman. Wow. And to have dark-skinned women at the center of her show. There is, and that makes me all fucking conspiracy theories because if we finally uphold black women as a standard of beauty, mm-hmm. what are they fighting for now? Right. Right? Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If black women can be included in the pantheon of, of great beauties, yeah. real, I mean, not real black women, I black biracial is a black identity. I'm not one of those who believes that. No, it is. <laughs> Biracial right. is a black identity, but it happens to be the most overrepresented black identity for black women. Right. And I don't think that's a mistake. No, I mean, all the earliest, Eartha Kitt or whoever, Eartha right? Kitt, They're all really Lena light-skinned Horn, women. Fucking, yeah. um, uh, uh, Dorothy Dandridge. Definitely. Every single early black Hollywood star was biracial and light-skinned. Right. And even up until now. Up until now. You know. So why is that? And black people get really upset. The, like White people can engage more meaningfully with this. Mm. Black people get extremely angry when you start talking about this. Really? You're extremely what angry. Is the, what is the contours of that conversation like? Because it requires us to do our own internal uh, work. You know what I mean? And like just, I mean, well, I think we should have a separate texturism episode, but these are, it's part of the, uh, it is, it's all whole other thing that black people don't want to engage with because when you don't have the curly uh, uh, biracial girl hair like uh, Rachel oh, True so or texture, whatever. You're talking about hair. hair. Yes. Ooh. Yes. The texture of your hair mm. is a big, big, because you can be dark skinned as long as you have that like soft. Again, the proximity to whiteness. Proximity to whiteness. And I mean, okay. Hot gonna, combing. Hot combing, you know. Wigs and weaves and baby hairs. Yeah, I think in the autobiography of Malcolm X, he talks about hot combing quite a bit in there, right? Because he, he was did one of it. the, yeah. yeah. The hot combing and the. And the, it's like a torturous process. It's a horrible to process. To get the conch or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And that, and, and relaxers are horrible processes. Yeah. I burned the fuck out of them. I was bald for years. Yeah, and they cause diseases and shit, yes, don't they? I'm sure they are at fault for my fibroids. Okay. I am sure they are because I've been getting perms on a regular basis since I was six so wow and i was riddled with fibroids oh my god <laughs> yeah so like i i re- and they just started doing research about this stuff yeah. so and think about it in evil vibes nobody right? just can understand that nobody i actually okay. don't i'm now i'm you with yeah, with all yeah, the things yeah, i talk about i'm just coming in with some straight culture <laughs> i'm like yeah talking about bitch, resident evil resident evil same bitch <laughs> yes all up in that hoe <laughs> <laughs> I'm you now. Go, Leon Kennedy. But party. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like, think about like black women, black women, one of the biggest things for black women. Oh, Pranav, come here. 
Gotcha. Come yeah, here. Yeah, thank you. Little Sam. kisses. Um, <laughs> what, are, <laughs> what are the biggest like like things for Black women like a, a you know a cult, like a signifier that you're doing well in life is that you got. 40 inches of fucking Indian Remy. Yeah. That you got a good wig. You got a perfect unclockable lace, right? Mm. Your baby hairs go all the way down to your teeth. You know what, what? I mean? No. What? Like, that is so demented. The baby hairs, you know how the baby hairs yeah. are now. They're they're absolutely out of control now, right? <laughs> and it's be, and a lot of black women will not be seen without a wig like they're fucking What Hasidic is the baby Jews. hair phenomenon? Okay, this is not a new thing. Back in my day, baby hairs was only for like really like the... The like Caribbean girls who had like a little bit Indian in them. Right. So it's a signifier of whiteness, right? Yes. That you're showing straight hair all yes. the way down yes. here. Yes. But uh-huh. it is it is a black cultural thing. Yeah. So when white girls started doing baby hairs, everyone was like, that's our thing. And I was like, is it? It's such a weird <laughs> feedback loop of appropriation there, though, right? Really? It's very funny. Really? Very I think interesting. so. But if you mention it to a black girl, she will lose her fucking shit wow. because that is a lot of internal work. The reality is when we move through the world, we can't, like, especially in professional spaces, when I was working at a, an investment bank and I had my fro, I had just gone natural, I'd just gotten hair back. I was uh-huh. literally had ball patches in my hair for years. And then finally I went natural, I stopped with the perms. And I had hair and I had a beautiful fro. And I showed up to work on the first day and my black manager pulled me aside and said, don't you ever show up in this office with your hair looking like that. Shut up. Yes. She said, this is a professional space. And and, and what did she have? Like the Rachel? The like asymmetrical? No Jennifer hair. She haircut? had this much hair and it was all straightened and relaxed and it was falling out. She looked crazy. <laughs> But she looked professional. Wow. And even like I had like, you know, somewhat of a, of a you know, she was a bitch. But like I had, a, <laughs> she was a bitch and she was horrible. But I had one other um, like, um, you know, supervisor who was really cool and great. And she too was like, I was like, I'm just like. Was she know, black as well? Yes, she was black. She okay. was black, black. And she had a perm. And and I. Was that her job at the company was to police to, other to black police people? Other black people. Yeah, and they have to have one. They have to have one. She's like an HR assassin. That's right. that's very highly paid. That's right. She's like the jackal. She's got to check the, she's going to do the, the stretch test. So, like. Do you have a 4C violation here? 4C dead violation. Dead ass though. Like, she she said to me, she was like, she was like, well, you know, it's the office. It's not a place to make a political statement. That is hilarious. Right? I'm sorry. That's so fucking funny. Really? Like, I'm making a political statement by just it's letting my, my hair. hair grow out of my head. <laughs> That's crazy. That like, is so demanding. And guess what? I really don't think the, the white people be like, oh, your hair looks lovely. Yeah, they yeah. love that. Look at this little nigger. Like, they love it. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. Oh, That's right. Literally. They don't care. You know what I mean? But black people are, it makes black people way more uncomfortable. And it, if it makes white people uncomfortable too, it definitely does. But in a different way, you know, in yeah. a way that I don't care about. But when it makes black people uncomfortable, it's time for us to do some real internal work about what we have internalized from racism. And we don't want to do that shit. Fair enough. We got enough work. Who wants to look <laughs> in that closet? It's like, full of nightmares. You know? Absolutely. When I was going through that, when yeah. I was in Thailand and I was wearing my fro because I couldn't get my hair braided mm. and I was darkening the fuck up because I was out in the sun. Did you get, did you get hated I on got, a lot? No, not at home? all. Not at all. Because I had a friend, she was Egyptian, but she had really curly hair. Yeah. It, was, it was like almost African, right? Yeah. And she told me that every time she would go, she would, she was in Vietnam and the ladies were like, what's wrong with your hair? Like you need a comb and stuff like that. They didn't say things to me. They were fascinated by my right. hair. They would touch it a yeah. lot. Like, I would literally be on the back of a motorbike and her, feel my hair being pulled <laughs> by some old lady. That's like the ultimate <laughs> of a white woman trying to touch your hair. It's way worse. Because they will literally, you'll be at a restaurant, they make a chicken, hands full of chicken, and they'll just touch your hair. That's they don't give so a fuck. Wild. Right? It wasn't like, ew, your hair. It was like, what is this? What is that? Oh this is God. fun. Yeah. In Thailand, like, of course, the, black, the white people in Thailand love. Yeah. They were like, look at you, African yeah. sister. I feel less racist just by being near you. Yes, and of so, course. But I, I was looking in the mirror like, uh-oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had to do a lot of work. I didn't, I had always kind of thought that I didn't really internalize that shit right. too bad. Right, right, right. But I had. 
I had it. When you're looking at yourself and you're getting real dark and you're getting real, you know, your hair is fro froed out, you are black, black. And you have to do the Definitely. work of being like, am I still beautiful even though I'm black? And then being like, wait, did I just think that? Wow. Yeah. You it's know, a lot. I'm, I'm ashamed because I'm only a guy and the... I can't relate to. I, re- I really wish we had a South Asian woman on here who could talk about this shit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, aside from me giving the secondhand tea on yeah, my mom, fair the secondhand chai on my mom, and uh, assorted people. Let's do a part two. I mean, maybe you know. We'll we'll say. find a South Asian woman somewhere. I mean, the thing is, you go to South India and people are on average darker there. But if you look at the stars in South Indian cinema, they're very light skinned. This they is are. true. The dudes are dark skinned. You know, the this is are, this is true everywhere. So this is like a universal truth. Thailand, Korea, Korea, everywhere. Yeah, to Korea. Korea. Koreans are dark skinned. It's out like in like Busan or whatever, right? Korea, All over. Everywhere they are darker skinned, but they they also do skin whitening. They products. do the skin whitening. In fact, it's hard to find products that don't already have skin whitening in them. Yeah, dude. I would literally be like, oh, I had to I had to learn to check the fucking ingredients. There was a there always was a theory where it was like, oh, dark skin is associated with being a laborer. Do you think that's true? I think there's some truth to that because it definitely is, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're working in the fields, you're gonna get like darker. If mm-hmm. you're being outside, you're gonna get darker. Um, but I think, I think there's some truth to it, but I think it has to be more, more complex than that. I don't know. I just think that. Okay. So how do you feel about white people who use like bronzer on their skin? I'm going to be really problematic, but that ass. Okay. I don't give a fuck what white people do. Mm. I think it's hilarious when white people do braids. Yeah. I think it's hilarious when white people are blackening up their skin. Yeah. That shit is funny to me. I understand why other black people get very upset because, oh, how dare you adopt? And also their reception when they adopt these. these like, right. Well, the whole big butt thing, right? The yeah. Kardashians or whatever. It's like, okay, now it's like a, it's been mainstreamed by white people. But it right? used to be, if you watch old sitcoms from the nineties, they were like, your ass is big. I know you have a big butt. Ha ha. Bad thing. Right. Right. Yes, absolutely. A big butt was the signifier of like, oh, you're, Bad. you're fat. You're yes. unattractive. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes, it's crazy. It is wild, dude. Yeah, it is very wild. So you know what I mean. Look at me now, all caked up. That's right. Less though. It's less just be real. It's okay. You go get that ass back. We'll get you a BBL. Once we get this podcast really going, we get you. Never have a Sam, as it's called in this. That's right. You ain't. I don't ever have a Sam. A Sam got a like tighter, juicier ass than I do. I'll never have a Lichtenstein. That's right. You could ask for one. We get you enough money, you could get one. A PBL for men. Uh, I guess that does happen. Okay. Saucy Santana has okay. a PBL. See again, you know who would what? Who do I, I'm not? I do not need to know who Saucy Santana is. You know what? It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. It's fine. Thank you. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, like I think I think when when white people adopt these certain like black blah 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 blah, but they're not trying to be black black. Some are. But they're not really trying to be black, black. They're trying to be biracial. That's okay, what, that's fair. The black fishing conversation, I see myself out of that. When everybody's like, Jesse Nelson is black. She's not black fishing. Ain't nobody going to think she look like me. What is black fishing? Hello, can you just... Yeah, Sorry, you're thank right. you. Okay, so when white girls on the internet, they do their hair all curly and shit, and they put on bronzer, and they go on Instagram, and they become uh, Instagram thoughts, and everybody thinks like they're biracial. They uh, they adopt the biracialist. Wow, aesthetic. so it's like full-on dolazelization. Yes, of- yes. Oh, constantly of, of, of IG models, like all the time. So they have a fat ass. They got, uh, but they, they put on the bronzer, they put on a little wig and everyone thinks they're black. I don't think they're black. I think they look biracial. They're looking like the exoticals on the internet. Wow. That, that niggas like. I'm sorry. Had no idea. Yeah, that's a real big thing. It's a thing. And black women will fucking, how dare she present? Oh, and they'll find pictures of them when they didn't have this. And they'll be like, oh, look, she's a white woman. Ah! And it's like, ah! And it's like, (laughs) they're just trying to bake their bag off of horny niggas because horny niggas, what they want are biracial women. Guess who she can't pretend to be? Me. Mm. <laughs> she ain't never gonna pretend to look like me. So it's not really black fishing. It's biracial fishing. Biracial fishing. So I personally don't care. Oh, biracials. 
That's the thing. The exoticals, the biracials, they love What's like exotical. That's a that's a uh, nigga term. Sorry. <laughs> black black men in particular say that about women who are like light skin, uh, racially ambiguous. Okay, Indian, uh, whatever, right? Not Indian. No. You have to be racially ambiguous. Ambi- ambiguity is that's what it is, and they call them exotic or exotical. Exotical. Yeah. And so like that. that's what they like. Like, oh, you know, I don't Sounds need... like a fruit snack <laughs> from the 90s. <laughs> Exoticals. Exoticals. Yeah. <laughs> Part of a healthy Little Chinese women and then black women with afros. Like, and... they don't want afros. They want the curly hair. They want the thick ass. Oh, yeah. Skinny waist, thick ass, thick lips, curly hair, light skin, red bones. Ice spice. Ice red spice, bones, right? Red that thing, bones. long hair, thick red bones, right? That's what they want. They never. There's really no. There's many rap lyrics that are like, "We want a long hair, thick red bone." Wow. Very few people who. Why are do like, they call them red bones? That's an old black people term. Yeah. From again, we have so many words for this. Truly, mulatto, which they mulatto is an old school. Name, yeah, yeah. Because mulatto, you know, Lotto's original name was mulatto. I didn't know that. It's hilarious. Okay. Um, mulattoes, uh, 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 fucking red bones, uh, beige, <laughs> light skinned, uh, right? They remember the, the the years of the brown paper bag test. Do you know about that? Uh, vaguely, yeah. Back in the day. When you were uh, doing like a show, like in the Harlem Renaissance, when they would do the Harlem dance, you couldn't be any darker than you a brown paper be any bag. Darker is than that a brown what it paper is? Bag. That was what it was. So they would hold the brown paper bag up to your test. If you failed, you were automatically disqualified. Wow. Yes. So I'm surprised my mom didn't do something like that. I should tell her about that. <laughs> you know, give her some new tools in the tool chest, <laughs> right. the toolkit for her for her own colorism. I have my own version of that though. <laughs> I will not watch a show, especially if it's a black show or movie. If I will not watch any black show or movie if it is all black people except for the lead woman is any lighter than a wet paper bag. That is my, it has a wet paper wet bag. paper bag. I'm about is it. Is this your version of the Bechdel test? This is my Bechdel test. This is my Bechdel test. And you have no idea how many black movies fail. Like wow. it's I, that drives me crazy when it's black cinema. It was my issue with uh, what was uh. Uh, Bootsy Collins is really good movie. Uh, 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 sorry for sorry for bothering you. Not Bootsy Collins, but no, uh, sorry, uh, sorry to disturb you. What's it? Sorry to disturb you. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Sorry, not Bootsy Collins. Oh name. fuck, I'm forgetting now. Bootsy something. Well. Boots Riley. Riley. Thank yeah, you, Boots Angel. Riley. Yeah. Yes, Boots Riley. My bad. Yeah, great Boots movie, Collins. by the way. Incredible Fantastic movie. movie. A very good black political conscious movie about I, capitalism. I think it's one of the best of that, if you want to call that a genre, Absolutely. but it's one of the best political, Absolutely. politically conscious movies. But guess ever. who's the lead uh, woman in that? Tessa Thompson. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about her. Like, even when you watch these old, like, house party movies, if you watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. The light-skinned woman is the... Look, Coming icon. to America, I remember. Coming to the, America. You know what I mean? Lisa McDowell. That's right. Fucking, it's just and her less her less attractive perceived less attractive hornier sister dark skin. dark skin yeah do you think that's a mistake do you not think that we've internalized those messages yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. and black people do not want to but talk then about in this. the movie eddie murphy the dark skin african prince triumphs over eric lasalle the, the light skin lionel richie looking motherfucker and why do you think we make tiktoks making fun of light-skinned men yeah. and feminizing light-skinned men do you think we should continue to do that no. i'm kind of getting that's my moral of the conversation is we need to keep dragging light-skinned people i mean i'm all for making fun of light-skinned niggas but only if they deserve to be made fun of Drake, make fun of Drake, not because he's light skinned, but because he's a weirdo and a pedo. <laughs> Is that okay? I don't want to get into it right now. Millie Bobby Brown, he liked to text with her and oh, stuff like okay. that. And there's other, there's others. He had a girlfriend that was like 16 when he was like in his like 27 or some shit like that. You know? No. Okay, never mind. Oh, I swear to God. I was going to say among Mormons, that's pretty yeah, acceptable. That's true. That's true. That's true. Among Branch Davidians, yeah. that's actually like a really large. <laughs> it's a standard age of consent for a Branch Davidian. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. I think there's, uh, I think there's some conversations that Black people don't want to have uh, about these things. That I think, if we really are serious about dismantling racism, uh, dismantling capitalism, and being free, we have to do that. We won't. Well, thank God we're not serious about right? that. Right? Thank God, right? Huh? All right. Right? Anyway, I'm going to get my hair curly in the next. 
Uh, this has been fun. This has been fun. All right, do you want to do a little Reply Guy action? Let's do some Reply Guy Let's theater. Let's do some Reply Guy theater. Okay. Uh, guys, don't be colorist unless it's reverse colorist against light-skinned people. Exactly. That's the moral of the story, by the way. All right, let's pull it up. Uh, can you set the stage for us? I cannot. Hold on. Yes, there okay. we go. Okay, so this comes from a Reddit thread, a very classic Reddit thread. Reddit, we love Reddit. Um, this is like a, a about electricity or something. I forgot. Uh, but anyway, the there's one guy, uh, a non seventy two C. Non seventy two C. He uh, has a, a little thing that's uh, conducting electrical current, but it's very. They're weird. they're dragging him for for you know a lack of knowledge about battery and voltage. Yes. And how powerful a battery is. Yes. And, uh, and a guy named Admiral Awesome says, hey, wh- why don't you try connecting your ba- the battery to your nipples or your genitals and keep it connected for a minute or two? Then tell me again that the current can't hurt you. Mm. And non-72C says, you know what, Admirable Aw- Admiral Awesome? I am so sick and tired of armchair experts and bullshitting naysayers. Fine. I don't have a car battery handy at three in the morning, but I do have a laboratory power supply. You can see it's set to 13.8 V, which is the level a car battery typically charges to when it's running. I have the maximum current set to 10 amps, which should be enough for a painful jolt. No, these are my testicles. And he sends a picture of his testicles. Imagine, just imagine testicles. Just imagine the them, although they're hilarious. Straight from the shower. The most painful thing was attaching my the alligator clips from the power supply. But aside from that, I'd like to report a mild and almost pleasant tingling sensation. Would you like to go fuck yourself or can I help you with that too? I love this exchange because it's borderline texting, uh, sexting. You know what I mean? They're basically sexting at this point. He's like, do you want help fucking yourself? Here's a picture of my balls. Actually, the most pleasant sensation was sending the voltage to my balls. It's a very sex positive conversation. I literally just imagine this guy at three in the morning. Exactly. Getting up. The fact that he's up at 3 a.m. doing like, this. And his roommate's like walking to the bathroom like, what are you doing? Where are you going, bro? I'm trying to win a fucking argument on the internet. Okay? Can you take a picture of my balls for me, please? <laughs> I just showered them. I just showered them. Close up. Close up. Close up. Okay. And I just love this is how heated people get on a Reddit thread about batteries. That you will literally attach electricity to your nutsack <laughs> just so that you can be right. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. This hit I, the, the, this is from a Reddit thread that started with I found a homemade electric chair wall exploring an abandoned building in Croatia, which has got to be a gnarly comment section in general. Yes. This has been Reply Guy Theater. You yes. were wonderful. Um this has also been the Semi Woke Podcast. Yes. Please send your death threats to no. <laughs> or death threats, love letters, uh, other ideas for Reply Guy Theater. Please, yes, we're please. always hunting for good long dialogues that we can reenact for and you. And there's only so on much Bristol, I can find on the toilet. On Brio, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, remember, don't be colorist unless it's in the right direction. Exactly. Um, and we love you. Stay semi woke. Stay semi woke. Kill Whitey.